What's going on, people? This is your boy, King Kendall, and this is another episode of Crown Talk Podcast. And today's episode is a very special episode. Um, we're going to be talking about the topic from, from my, my church has, the topic of deliverance. Now, if you're not a believer of Jesus Christ and you're wondering, what is deliverance? Um, deliverance, hallelujah. That's the topic that a lot of Christians are familiar with um, as it relates to the casting out of demons. Deliverance. Uh, when you think of deliverance, you think of being rescued. You mm. think of being saved from something mm-hmm. that is harming you, some kind of danger. And so deliverance comes mm-hmm. to rescue you out of that situation and bring you to a safe place. Mm-hmm. And for some people... Throughout their life, they've been tormented. They've been attacked. They've been influenced by evil entities that we know throughout history and through the spiritual world called demons. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And so today's episode is special because I have a special guest with me um, who will also be talking about this topic of deliverance from demonic spirits. And um, this is a woman very close to my heart, very dear to my heart, uh, a prophetess in her own right, an elder of the Lord's church, a woman who knows the word of God, who's a prayer warrior, a woman who's a mother, a aunt, a wife, a woman that I, I hold in high esteem, praise the living God, a woman that if it wasn't for her and her prayers for me, you wouldn't even be listening to a Kindle right now. And so I just want to give a great honor and welcome to Elder Lakeisha Stokes Hogan to Crown Talk Podcast. Let's give her a round of applause. <laughs> Greet the people. Hi. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Praise that God. That will listen to this. And so... We wanted to talk about deliverance. Uh, this is one of the, you know, this topic today, even at church, was something that, you know, my pastor preached about at church, coming from the book of Mark, the fifth chapter. And, you know, just to segue into what we're going to really talk about is, number one, what is deliverance? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, what, what is deliverance? What, what is deliverance? Why is deliverance needed for the church or the world, so to say? Uh, and, 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 why, and if it's needed, why don't we see it enough in our local churches? And why is deliverance so, uh, I want to say the word taboo? Right. When... People hear deliverance automatically. They think about demons. Right, right. And and let me let me say this too. Since you said that, I don't think that everything is a demon, but a lot of stuff is. Mm-hmm. And I don't think everything you will be delivered from is a demon. Um, there are different things you can be delivered from. You can be delivered from a fear that holds you back from faith. You can be delivered from a disease. A sickness. So I don't want to limit deliverance to just demonic spirits. 
But I do not exclude them from deliverance because when it comes to deliverance, they are included in that mm-hmm, topic. Mm-hmm. But it's not limited to just demon spirits. So right. we're not going to... We're not going to maximize demon spirits today, but we're not going to minimize them either. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about the whole topic of deliverance. They are included and other things are too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to think about it too, Ma. We're living in a time where... Now, this this may be controversial, but I, mm-hmm. I don't mind saying it. Uh, where, where everything is diagnosed as a mental illness. Right. 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 Uh, even recently... Uh, there was a, a gunman who killed some people in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And some people would say, or they could say, they have the, 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 the tendency to say, especially nowadays, that he had a mental illness. Mm. And talk around the topic of mental health, mm-hmm. which I do believe in. I do think some people out there, you know, have mental health issues. I do not negate that. But... From a spiritual perspective, I do believe that we there are evil entities that are present in this world mm-hmm. who are influencing these acts of cruelty, influencing these acts of violence, influencing Yakama Masako, mm-hmm. these acts of terror, you know, just straight terror. Uh this guy, I don't, I didn't really look into the depths of the story, but mm-hmm. you know, went into this place and killed these people. The the guy who went into the church and killed mm-hmm. some people. Mm-hmm. The guy who went into the movie theater and killed some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the, the police brutality, I feel, is influenced by. These evil entities that we we speak of and that is well known in the Bible, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So to get back on the mental health thing, I I do believe a lot of people do have mental health issues. Uh, but I do not think that is what they may do is limited to just their mental health. Mm-hmm. I think that something else also can be influencing them. Now notice the word I said can be influencing can, them. Yeah. Which means I'm not saying that every act is an act of an evil spirit, which I believe personally is sometimes. Mm. But that's that's a whole other story. Um, I, I I just want to interject really quick. Go ahead. When you talk about mental illness, anything that is causing your mind. To not be free mm-hmm. in a sense of free in Christ. Because we, we, we all know we have to renew our mind in Christ every day. Uh-huh. But I believe that any mental illness, anything that's causing you to come against the word of God is not a natural thing. No, that's when it leaves the realm of the natural. Right. Of it, being it leaves normal. the right. Anything that interrupts God putting your mind in alignment with him. In the, yeah. In alignment with loving God, loving people, loving yourself. Mm-hmm. 
enter into another realm. Right. And some people, but some people may not know that though. A lot of people don't know that. That's why they label it as a mental illness. Right. Right. So when we talk about these different acts that people do, and I believe that it is all a, a, a attack on God's children, which who is all of us. Right. Because if I allow something else to enter my mind, I can be labeled as a as mental health. Right. Right. If I allow that to come into my mind, that's why God said we have to renew our minds in him every day. Right. You know, so it can be. And and, and sometimes your body just mutates and do something else. I think, I think, I want to be careful how I say this. Right. I don't want to say the wrong thing. But when it comes to for example, these acts of violence, mm-hmm. right? Yes, the individual itself may have been struggling with depression or whatever case it be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when those thoughts that they are troubled with begin mm-hmm. to become thoughts of murder, mm-hmm. thoughts of cruelty mm-hmm. to the point of killing someone else, mm-hmm. they're no longer being influenced by their own mind. I, I don't believe right, that. Right. Yes, because we're all sinners, we still have a sinful nature, mm-hmm. which means we can be influenced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's within ourselves. Mm-hmm. But to, for that thought to be driven into your mind to go shoot up this place mm-hmm. or shoot up that place, I personally believe that is nothing but the influence of an mm-hmm. evil spirit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a demon spirit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's leading these people. To do whatever they've done. Now, the the person could have been rejected. Something could have happened to cause the person to begin to think like that. But to act out on those thoughts, something was influencing them to to act that out. I don't believe it was just their own mind. Absolutely. Because when God made us, he made us, what, good. Right. So, yeah, it's not, yeah, it has to be something influencing them or behind that yeah. where it, it, it allows them or allows them to take hold of that thought and to act it out, like you said. I can remember, and I'm just going to, I'm going to just going to tell you a, a situation for me when I was going through my process of deliverance and being delivered from my mind. Mm-hmm. So when I was, you know, uh, before I knew Christ, God, uh, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and I was once, you know, not once, but I was rejected, you know, by certain people, which caused me to have a a bad uh, thought about who I was. Mm-hmm. I began to think that I was less than because of the rejection. Uh-huh. And because that's what I started thinking, I also became. Mm. Because I started thinking, because God says, so as a man thinks, so is he, right? Mm-hmm. So I began to think that I was that rejected person, person uh-huh. that somebody just threw out. Mm. So because I thought that, because this person did this to me, 
my mind took me to where I wanted to get back at the person. Mm. You see? You see how the mind works? You see how those uh, spirit uh, influence your mind and your thought? Because I didn't know how to take those thoughts captive. I didn't know where to go at the time to get help on these thoughts that plagued me over and over and over and over again about the rejection of people. Mm. See, I didn't know how to do that. So because of that, I began plotting, mm. plotting revenge mm-hmm. on certain people. Every day I would wake up and the enemy would plague me to where that rejection played over and over and over again in my head. So every day I was contemplating on how to get back at the people who rejected me or who hurt me. Mm. But God, mm. if I didn't go through my process of delivering of my mind, I would be in the same place as these folks that went in the church and killed up all these people. Mm. Because I then took hold of the demonic influence, the spirit influences, where I wanted to get back at the people. And sometimes I, I, I didn't go as far as killing them, but I, I, I went as far as doing some hateful acts towards them. Right, right. Look up the word deliverance. Mm-hmm. I want to give the people a definition to... You know, what, what is the definition of deliverance? Um, well, this one says, this one says, in Christianity, deliverance ministry refers to the activity of cleansing a person of demons and evil spirits in order to address problems manifesting in their life as a result of the presence of said entities and the root causes of the authority to oppress the person. Mm, that's deep. Say that again. Deliverance uh-huh. ministry refers to the activity of cleansing a person of demons and evil spirits in order to address problems manifesting in their life as a result of the presence of said entities and the root causes of their authority to oppress the person. Mm. So, 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 with that definition in mind, just to give people a clear understanding of mm-hmm. what we're talking about, we're talking about deliverance. Deliverance, yes. Deliverance. Deliverance. I want to submit to someone who may be listening to this mm-hmm. that some of the thoughts you've been having haven't been coming from you. Mm-hmm. There's something else that's speaking to you. Uh-huh. There's, there's something else influencing your mind. Uh-huh. And, and you think you have mental health problems. When there's something else speaking to you. The moment you wake up, your mind is flooded with thoughts uh-huh. that did not originate from you. Uh-uh. But because you never heard this before, I'm the one to tell you that those are not your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the thoughts of an evil entity mm-hmm. telling you that you have depression. 
telling you that you are nothing. Telling you that you are a failure. Telling you everything that goes against what God would be telling you about yourself. Telling you Mm -hmm. that nobody loves you. Mm -hmm. Telling you to go take your life. Mm -hmm. Telling you that you won't amount to anything. Mm -hmm. Telling you that you will always be broke. You will always be broken. And I'm the one to tell you right now in the name of Jesus that everything that entity been telling you is a lie. It is a lie. A lie. It's trying to get you to believe something about yourself that, that God never said true. to you. That God never declared to you about yourself. And there's no matter what mistake you have made. God can still redeem you. Because the Lord loves you. The Lord Jesus loves you. And he wants to deliver you. He wants to deliver your mind. And reveal the truth to you about who you are. Yes, Lord. For ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Yes. Hallelujah. I just sense in the realm of the spirit. I just sense in the realm of the spirit that. Some of you have been going through a lot of anxiety. You even take pills for it. But the Lord wants to deliver you. He wants to deliver your mind from this torment. Some people even fear going, of going to hell to the point where you're obsessed with this idea. Your mind is obsessed with hell. You're obsessed with thinking that God wants to throw you in hell. But the devil is a liar. God wants to save you Mm -hmm. because he wants to spend all eternity with you in heaven. Hallelujah. I I I feel like a prophetic edge right now. They are believing these things that are coming in their mind. Uh, as I was saying before, that as I was saying before, I once dealt with all the flooding of those thoughts that I was nothing, I wasn't loved, I I, I wouldn't amount to anything. I I, I, uh, people did not love me or people would not embrace me, but I want someone to know who is dealing with that right now. They have not heard the word of the Lord saying that he does love you. Hallelujah. That you are not alone. A lot of people feel or think that they are alone, but they are not alone. People get things mixed up when they don't have a lot of people around them that they are alone. Yeah. 
You don't need a lot of people around you to feel that you're loved. Right. You don't need a lot of people around you to feel that you're not alone. Right. See, you can be in, 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 in your home. You could be in your room. You could be in your bathroom, but you don't have to be alone. Right. You see, and a lot of people feel as though they have to be a part of something to feel like they're something. Mm-hmm. See, that's where we get it messed up or, 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 or misconstrued because people will fail you. Right. People, like I said, people failed me. So when they failed me in doing what I thought they were supposed to do, I took it as rejection. Right, right. Which caused you a pain. And you, because of that pain, you opened up a door that said, yes, I want yes, revenge. Yes, yes. And I want to get even. And because of the level of hurt, you allow something to enter in. Yes, 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 yes. That's now trying to. Influence your heart and your mind to do things and to feel things that that God wouldn't want you to do or God wouldn't want you to feel about even yourself. Yes. And especially about other people. Yes. And what I learned is that people will let you down. Yes. Not saying that they will, they always will intentionally. Not intentionally. Want to let you down. But because of the, the frailty of man. Yes. People are not able to always do. What they may want to do or every all the time. Or what you expect them to do. Right. They they may not they they will let you down because of the the, the weakness the of human of, nature. Right. Yes. 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 But yes. but because sometimes it comes through people that we love and we admire, it, it hurts different mm-hmm. when it, this mm-hmm. happens. Or or uh or 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 and, and, on, and on other levels, right? You experience hurt and pain through people who intentionally wanted to hurt you. Yes. Intentionally wanted to do you wrong mm-hmm, and do you mm-hmm, harm. Mm-hmm. And how do we reconcile that? How do we deal with that pain? How do we, you know, deal with that kind of hurt? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if that hurt and that pain isn't dealt with in the right way, you too, my friend, would need deliverance. And, but, and, yeah, go ahead. And it's not... To be afraid of deliverance. No. See, see, that's the thing I want to touch on. Because the idea, even amongst believers, is that deliverance is almost a taboo thing. Mm-hmm. Where people don't really want to address deliverance. Mm-hmm. They don't want to confront things head on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when it comes to the area of the demonic mm-hmm. and things of other things of the deliverance mm-hmm. area. Yes. They don't really want to do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would just rather, you know, cover it up, mm-hmm. never deal with it. Maybe they may preach it one time, but you never really see demonstration right. behind mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And it's just this idea that, you know, you don't need deliverance, especially if you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. You don't need deliverance after you get saved, saved and everything mm-hmm. of that nature, which I personally don't believe in because... Even though, yes, I'm saved. Yes, I'm born again. Yes, my spirit is saved. Yes, I have Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not careful with handling my hurts and my pain, yes. I can still open up a door in my soul. And I think right? that's why when we talk about deliverance, people get so scared. Because people, first thing people would think 
and this is what I've been told, that when you say someone uh, uh, needs deliverance, the first thing we think of is that movie, The Exorcist. Yeah. When you got to spin your head, do three cartwheel, three back flips uh-huh. to be delivered. Right. And again, I can interject only because I've been there. I've, I've been in the process um, for a, a, a time where I was being delivered. Mm-hmm. And when I was being delivered from the hurt and the pain of my parents, and I remember talking to one of my leaders um, at the time, she wasn't a pastor, but I was talking to her and we were talking about what happened at a certain age that I was. And this was, this was the prophetic. And sh- she began to talk to me about something that happened to me in my past. So I knew it was a prophetic word because she didn't know me from my past because I, you know, right. I moved up here to Springfield. But to make a long story short... She began to speak in the prophetic and I was talking to her about a situation that I, it, it kept plaguing my heart mm-hmm. because it was it was about my mother and my father. Mm-hmm. And at the time, um, I had my badge around my neck in which my badge was, um, you know, like a little ribbon or a rope or whatever around my neck. Mm-hmm. And she she as I was telling her about the hurt and the pain that I kept experiencing about what was going on and my feelings and my hurts, because the hurts come from people that's close to you. Right. And it hurts the most when it's so close. Yeah. And we, we don't know how to begin to be delivered or, or, or cleansed, as the, the definition said, of these hurts, of these, this pain in our heart. So we began to talk and I began to talk about it and think I was talking about something that happened, happened maybe about 10 years prior. And she asked me, she said, how can something 10 years ago keep plaguing you? And I said, I don't know, uh-huh. but it still feel like it's relevant. Mm-hmm. It's, it feel like the pain just happened mm-hmm. as, I be, as I talked about it. So the one question she asked me, she said, do you want to be delivered from that? And the first thing for me at that point was I didn't think about the, the movie Exorcist. I didn't think about this, this uh, throwing up and all that. I didn't think about that. But when she said that, and I know it was prophetic because when she said, do you want to be delivered from that? And I said my first instant to say is yes. And when I said yes, she said, take that badge off of your neck. She said, take that badge from around your neck. And I began to do it. And as I took the badge from around my neck, I was instantly delivered. Mm. One, I said yes. And the act of me taking the badge off, I was delivered. Act of faith. The act of faith. I agreed with what she said. Do you want to be delivered? The man by the pool uh, 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 of, of Gethsemane? Uh, no. Uh, Beth, no, no, no. Of Bethsaida? Yes. When, when, when Jesus asked him, do you want to be made whole? 
first he gave excuses. Mm-hmm. First he gave excuses, but he really wanted to be made whole. So right. when he he when he I believe when he agreed to being being made whole, Jesus said, "Pick up your bed and walk." Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, when I agreed, I said, "Do with the with the question was, do you want to be delivered? Yes, take it off. Take it off." So I began to take it off in faith, and instantly I was delivered. I did not throw up. I did not spit up. I didn't turn my head three times. I did not do three cartwheels. Instantly, God delivered me in that moment from the pain. Of my past. You see? So deliverance don't... It's not scary. And it's not always... It's not always... The way you would expect it. It's not. With, with, you know, with throwing up and all this other stuff. Rolling around. It's that, not that, that, always that, But I want to say that will happen at times. It will happen at times. But it's times. not the only way that God not, will deliver absolutely. you from a particular so entity what I, what or issue. What I wanted issue. to say was it's not always scary. Right. Exactly. Now, now, now let's segue into... How Jesus handled the demonic, handled mm-hmm. deliverance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When we look at throughout throughout the scriptures, we see Jesus handling, you know, demonic spirits and demonic entities in a particular way. Mm-hmm. With Jesus, there was no negotiation. None. With Jesus, he was all concerned about the soul that these evil spirits was influencing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to uh, stories like Matthew chapter 8 with the man in the tomb who was demonized. And the Bible says uh, he, he, would, he would cut himself with stones and he would break the chains and that, that was trying to keep him bound. And he was a wild man in the tomb. And go to Mark chapter 5 that speaks about that as well. Um, we see Jesus making his making this guy a priority to deliver from these evil entities that was influencing this man to basically be a wild man, a very dangerous man. Yes. This man was in tombs, yes, among dead things, among things that would seem scary to the, the normal people. Mm-hmm. And no, the Bible says no man could could tame him. Yes. No man could keep him yes. controlled. Mm-hmm. No man can. Hallelujah. No man can, uh, no man wanted to really deal with him because mm-hmm. of this issue mm-hmm. of him being influenced by mm-hmm. demons. Mm-hmm. And the scriptures specifically say, hallelujah, that this man didn't just have one demon in him. Mm-hmm. The Bible clearly says that he had a demon called Legion in him. Mm-hmm. And if you ever do a study on what Legion is, a Legion would be a Roman troop yes. of at least eight to 10,000 troops. This legion, if, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, uh, could be a lot of demons inside of one man. Mm-hmm. That's, that's amazing. Yes. See, to the natural person, this would seem crazy. But if you're spiritual, you understand what I'm saying. Yes. Because with, with my people who may not be as, as so accustomed to uh, the spiritual world, as believers are, um, yes, we live in a natural world that we see, mm-hmm. but behind this natural world is a very real spiritual world. Yes, it is. That have, you know, 
you number one, you have to realize that number one, you are not just a soul or body, you are spirit. Mm-hmm. The original you is spirit. Hallelujah. The the spirit part of you is the part of you that 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 God speaks to. Hallelujah. The spirit part of you is the part of you that 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 was made before your body was made. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. That's the part of you that came from God. Mm-hmm. Now, you are also soul. You have a soul. You are a spirit being that has a soul. What is your soul? Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Your mind, your intellect, your will, what you will do with that intellect, and your emotions, how you feel, mm-hmm. the seed of your affections, right? Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. But then, with that soul, you have a body. Mm-hmm. Let me break this down. Your soul gives you, watch this, your soul gives you a, a, a self-consciousness. Mm-hmm. Your soul. Your soul makes you aware of yourself. Mm-hmm. Your body, watch this, gives you world consciousness, right? It's through my body that I'm able to what? See, mm-hmm. taste, mm-hmm. smell, hear, senses. everything, the five senses, everything outside of my body mm-hmm. that comes, you know what I'm saying? Your spirit is the part of you, watch this, that gives you God consciousness. It's your spirit, hallelujah, that makes you aware of the spiritual world that is behind the natural world that you see. Mm-hmm. So, for example, it's through my spirit that I'm able to detect an evil entity when I walk in a particular house. Mm-hmm. When I get around a certain group of people, mm-hmm. I can discern mm-hmm. what's around them mm-hmm. in the realm of the spirit through my spirit. But if my but if but if I'm not in the spirit, I it, it'll be hard for me to discern mm-hmm. what's taking place. I may feel a a, a negative energy. See, mm-hmm. they use these terminology, yes. man, negative energy. Yeah. But what you're really feeling is a demonic entity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they try to say you know energy and all that stuff. Yeah, but in reality, you you're feeling an evil entity yeah. around you. Now let me let me get right. So to go back to Legion. Um, thank you, Ma, for the correction. Legion in the Roman, the Roman times could be a unit of 3,000 to 6,000 men in the, mm-hmm. in the ancient Roman army. Now, there could be more, could but they're just more. giving us a number. number yeah. Now, this man had that kind of many demons inside of him. Mm-hmm. And we see Jesus addressing this issue. Hallelujah. With, with this man that had these evil spirits. By showing love and kindness to the man, mm-hmm. but still dealing with what was in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. that's quite amazing how that many evil spirits could be in one man, mm-hmm. one particular man. One man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One particular man. But the Bible says that when Jesus came on shore, the man ran to Jesus and began to worship him. And then the spirits inside of him begin to cry out and says, uh, basically, uh, Jesus, thou son of God, uh, have you come to torment us before the time? And then Jesus said, what is your name? Mm -hmm. And the demon said, 
My name is Legion, for we are many. Many. But let me... But the way, the point I'm trying to get at, the way Jesus dealt with the situation was he didn't have too much conversation with this demon. Mm -hmm. He wanted it to identify itself. And then the demons begged Jesus Mm -hmm. not to cast, watch this, them out of the region. Mm -hmm. Hear that? Yeah. Out of the region. Region. Yeah. But to cast them into the the nearby swine. The herd of swine that was in the in in the place, uh-huh. which lets me know. Watch this. That it shows us how demonic spirits mm-hmm. operate even mm-hmm. in our cities, yes, because yes, they yes. said, "Suffer us not to leave the region. Mm-hmm. We we'll leave the body, but don't let. We don't want to leave the region." Yeah. Ooh, Yamamama Sakaya, which lets me know that some of our cities. Mm-hmm. Are clearly being influenced mm-hmm. by demonic entities. Yeah. For example, uh, 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 you spring for as an example. Yeah. We we got MGM. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a gambling demon. Mm. A casino. That whenever you do the history of any casino in America, whenever this casino would hit the region, whether it's Atlanta City, mm-hmm. whether it's Detroit. Or any kind of nature, mm-hmm. the city itself mm-hmm. was affected in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the casino was there, mm-hmm. and it, it, it birthed a greater, uh, uh, it birthed a greater uh, influence to prostitution, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to uh, theft, yeah. and yeah. murder. Yeah. murder. Yeah. If, you, if you do do the statistics, you will see. That the city itself was affected negatively mm-hmm. by the casino. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of what the casino brings. Now, we know that that's evilly influenced. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. In some cities, prostitution is heavy. Let's go to uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, mm-hmm. where it's strong in prostitution. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's go back. And I'm going to say this. I'm just going to be bold. Let's go back to... The 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 1960s into the early 70s and on, when uh, you could go over to um, San Francisco mm-hmm. and the homosexuality was strong in that region. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was strong. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about strong mm-hmm. through the through the influence. That's that's an evil spirit mm-hmm. influencing mm-hmm. this whole region mm-hmm. with. Whatever sin that is, an evil entity is influencing it and trying to spread it to gain power over the region. So it's powerful what this this, this demon is saying to Jesus by saying, suffer us not to leave the region, but cast us into the swine. Let us go into the swine, but don't let us leave the region because we're trying to keep keep the the region region held down. Uh Uh Yeah, come on my side. What you was going to say? I was go- I was just gonna say the the the. It was it was uh, how how can I say I'm sorry. It, look at Jesus when he saw not robbery of going to deliver this man. Mm. The great love that yeah. he has yeah. for us. Yeah, he would go far and beyond to 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 meet us. Right. Right. To deliver us, yeah. to help us, yeah. because he wants all of his children free. Right, right, 
Right. I want to say this. If and, and this this is a segue. And God loves us all. But I want to say this. I don't know why I'm not saying it exactly fully yet. But if you are a Christian and you are addicted to reading your horoscope, you need mm. deliverance. If you are a Christian and you have played with the Ouija board, oh, wow. you need deliverance. Yeah. If you are a Christian and you still have contact with a psychic, you need deliverance. Wow, that's... If you are a Christian, even if you're not a Christian, you still need deliverance. But if you are a Christian and you are partaking, you kokobosaka. Yebabasakaya masukokoyamasaka. Let me go to that scripture because that's that's not coincidence yeah. that you went there. And you are if you are a Christian, you are partaking in practices. That go against the will of God. You need deliverance. Mm-hmm. You have opened a door into your life for the demonic. And God wants to set you free. Yeah. God wants to deliver you. I personally don't believe in the idea of a Christian homosexual. It's impossible in my eyes for you to claim that you are a Christian and you are still gay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not... Saying this to bash anyone, but I am saying this for the sake of your own deliverance. Uh, God wants to set you free because he loves you. If you are a Christian, and you have gotten tripped up, gotten tripped, tripped up in false doctrine, mm-hmm. you need deliverance. Yes. God wants to set you free yes. because there are seducing spirits behind mm-hmm. false doctrine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are foul, evil spirits Behind wrong teaching that come to pervert your mind to error from the truth, God wants to deliver you yes. in Jesus' name. If you are a Christian that is struggling with, with lust and pornography, you need deliverance. God wants to set you free from that. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not a Christian, God wants to set you free. If you are involved in false religions and cults, you need deliverance. God wants to set you free from that bondage. My KKK baby Saka. My Koko Komusaka. And that's so true. That is so powerful and true. That if we're Christians, we're Christians because we're we are followers of Christ. And if we're followers of Christ, why are we going to the stars and the moon and uh-huh. people to tell us our future? Our future is in Christ. Right. So if we if we call ourselves a Christian and we love the Lord and we want and, and we're supposed to be emulating the characteristics of God, of Christ, of the Holy Spirit, we are supposed to be looking in Christ mm-hmm. to, to to for our future. And many uh many of these things as you were saying you know, the witchcraft and the astrology, you know, it's nothing but the the devil himself trying to get you off track to 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 go and look into other stuff instead of God who created you for for answers. If you need answers to anything, it's in the word of God. If you want to know anything about yourself. It's not in the stars. No. It's not in a, a sign that, you know, when we, oh, you born in October, so you're a Libra. 
or you born in May or June or whatever that you're a Gemini. It, 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 no, we're born when we're born, but we're in Christ. Think of this. So, let's, let's so think. we're Christ, we're, we're, right. we're children of God. That's out of order. Think, think about it like this too. You're going to a, you're trusting in a star to tell you about who you are. Right. When number one, the star never created you. Right. So why are you going to something that is created? Right. To tell, tell you, you about, about you. Right. Why not? You, right. Why aren't you going to the creator? Exactly my point. Of all. God never told us to try to acquire our identity off of a star. Off of something he created other than himself. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, uh, now, she said also, I said identity. She said also uh, your future. Because mm-hmm. some people, they try to tap into this stuff. Like like the woman of God just said to foretell them of something that shall be. Mm-hmm. Right? And they go outside of mm-hmm. what God has set up, mm-hmm. which is, you know, prophets and other things of that mm-hmm. nature, mm-hmm. to help guide you in this understanding mm-hmm. of your future. Mm-hmm. And they open the door to the spirit of divination. Right. They open the door to uh, demonic entities mm-hmm. that are simply here to deceive you. Yes. And basically to rob you of money. Mm-hmm. Because these psychics want to get paid. Mm-hmm. These psychics will tell you something that 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 seems like truth, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That the difference between a man of God who's a prophet and a psychic is the one that they serve, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A, a psychic is tapping into a fam- what the Bible calls a familiar, familiar spirit, spirit. Mm-hmm. which is most likely a demon. That has watched your life. Yes. That that knows everything about your life. Mm-hmm. And so this familiar spirit is telling this person who calls himself a psychic all about your business to make you be convinced that this is something yeah. that's beyond your mind. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't know the difference, you would think that God is speaking as this person mm-hmm. when it's really an evil entity. Now, a prophet of God can tell you information about yourself, too. Mm-hmm. But the difference is what he's tapped into, yeah. which is the spirit of God. Right. Right. Amen. Who he's connected to is the spirit of God who begins to reveal things to the prophet or the woman of God who is mm-hmm. a prophetess about you from a clean source. Yes. A psychic is tapping into a unclean source. A prophet or prophetess is tapping into a clean source, which is the spirit of God, who will begin to tell you things about yourself from the living God. And also, the purpose of the prophet or prophetess is to draw you back to God. Now, a psychic is going to draw you back to themselves for the sake of gaining your money. I want to interject, too, because... A lot of times, we, we're living in a time where the prophetic has been railroaded. And I want to say this, that a lot of prophets are, are, are using it for the wrong. 
evil yeah and, 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 and that's where the world and and also believers they look at prophets and prophetess in a different manner in a different way where they was prostituting uh-huh. the prophetic uh-huh. and because they was prostituting the prophetic word of God, people uh, 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 walked is walking away from the prophetic, and they walk away from the prophetic and get into these medians and those astrologers and things like that. Because what when you was talking, what came to me was the people are saying, "What's the difference?" Right. Because they asking for money. Right. The, the prophets and the prophetess, they asking for money. What's the difference in them asking for money? And these medians and the astrologers are asking for money as well. Right. And like you said, man of God, that they use it in a different realm. The medians and astrologers and things like that, they tap into a demonic realm with those familiar spirits. And because of the prostitution of the prophetic word... If they're not tapping in to the wrong spirit, they are tapping into God, but they try to gain something out of it. It's, and I want to make this clear. So we it, have to make right. that clear. Yeah, yeah. I want to make this clear. There's nothing wrong with the prophetic. Yeah. You're dealing with the person. Yes. Who may have begun to prostitute their yes. gifting in their yes. office for the sake of money. We got to, yeah. Um, yeah. But... And there are prophets like that who have now Which sold I'm their soul about. for the sake of money. And yeah. so their motives yes. hasn't been so clean. Yes. They haven't been so pure. Yes. And a lot of people have had bad experience with prophets. Yes. But I do not want to dishonor the office of the prophet or the prophetic because it is a blessing from God. Yes. It is a gift from it is God. Definitely a gift. And when it when it's in the right hands and when it's being ushered in through the mm-hmm. right person, mm-hmm. uh, you will be tremendously blessed. Yes, yes. But we want to make the distinction between someone who is a psychic and someone who's a the prophet. prophet. Yes. A psychic may can see your future, but a prophet can not only can 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 see your future but also change it. Yes. My KK. For example, as a prophet of God, I can see impending danger about to hit your life. Mm-hmm. And as a prophet, I have authority by God, by the leading of the Holy Spirit, to change that in the realm of the Spirit. Yes, 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 yes. A psychic can tell you what they see, but they, they can't, can't change, change it. it. Yo, koko, koko, saka, kababachi, sikekebe. Yes, yes, yes. See, yes, I yes. have that authority and that power by God as I'm being led. To change what the mm-hmm. enemy is trying to mm-hmm. plan against your life. Mm-hmm. Yes, but a psychic can tell you, or oh, I see you about to get into a car accident, but they're not going to change it. Mm-hmm. They don't got mm-hmm. the power. They don't have the authority to change that. Mm-hmm. They don't have that power. But as a prophet of God, God will give me the power to change your future, to ultimately bring God's will into your life. Mm-hmm. Because if you dying before your time, how is that going to give God glory? Uh-huh. How is God going to be able to really usher in the things that he wants to usher in your life uh-huh. if you die prematurely? Right. Amen. That's you right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And so there's certain things that a prophet can do that a psychic can't do. Yes. 
Yes. Saka kaka yes. Now, I also yes. want to say this, man. Oh, yeah, man. I felt this yes, here. Yes, yes, Watch yes, this. Yes, yes. I feel the boldness of God. If you are a Christian, having consulted someone who does necromancy, you need to be delivered. Mm. Because as a Christian, you should not be consulting with the dead. Ooh, no, no. You need deliverance, my brother, my sister, if that's you. Mm-mm. Christians don't talk with the dead. The Why devil's a liar. To talk with the, dead? the devil's a liar. I seen on TV too, the celebrity medium guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who's yeah. also, I believe he's homosexual too. Yes, yeah. But he has a foul spirit in him. He has an evil spirit in him, a familiar spirit in him. And he's, you know, he talks to a lot of celebrities and he's having like Bobby Brown and other people where he has them convinced that he's talking to people that they know. Mm. And I? Yeah. Mm. And I'm just, of a, I believe this guy, he's even deceived. Mm-hmm. This evil spirit that's using him mm-hmm. is deceiving him mm-hmm. to make him think that he's actually... Giving them information from people that they know that's dead. Well, I think that the enemy uses these people to do this for folk because they are in they're in a vulnerable state. Right, exactly. And the enemy always attacks the vulnerable. They always attack. He always attacks the vulnerable um, uh, because they're in a state of sorrow. Right. And they don't know or they choose not to go to the right source. If I'm in a vulnerable stage where I am such in a sorrowful state where uh, a loved one has passed on uh, suddenly or we asking these questions, why, why, why this happened and why that happened. And of course, you have people blaming God. Right, right. And because they blame God, they don't want to go to God to ask these questions of why and, you know, uh, getting comfort from him and, and things like that. They go to someone and say, hey, I could go and speak to your loved one. Yeah, yeah. And that's just foolish. Right, because you, you, necromancy or speaking, speaking to the dead in the Old Testament was highly forbidden. Uh-huh. It was highly forbidden to the point where if you was a witch or you were someone who consulted with the stars or was a necromancer, you was cut off from the land of Israel. Mm-hmm. And if you was in Israel doing this stuff, they would literally kill you. Let me go to Deuteronomy 18. Yes, sir. It was Deuteronomy 18, uh, verse 9. Uh, through, let's go to verse 9 through 14. And, and this is the new, new King James Version. And it reads, When you come into the land in which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire. Mm-hmm. Or one who practices witchcraft or a soothsayer or one who interprets omens or a sorcerer mm-hmm. or one who conjures spells or a median or a spirit, a spiritist 
or one who calls up the dead. Ooh, you hear that? Uh, bah, 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 bah. You hear that, right? That's a necromancer. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord, your God, drives them out from before you. Now, now... I want, verse 12. I want to say something that's very controversial in addition to what you just read. I know a lot of people who have told me that their family members have come back to them in dreams. And that too. have communicated certain information to them and everything like that. And my first reaction is, that's not your family member. That is a familiar spirit. That is that's not your familiar. That's not your family member. And 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 like I said, people are so so much in a state of sorrow because whatever the reason may be, the, the you know it's your family, your close family member, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, uh, a neighbor, you know whomever the person may be. And they're in this so sorrowful state that they, they're seeking answers to stuff that sometimes God will not reveal to you. At that time. At that time. So the enemy watches you. You said that, man of God. The, the enemy watches us all the time. They, he watches our every move. He watches our, how we react to things. He, he studies us. And as he's studying us, that's how he can fool us. Influence and influence you know, us with see. these familiar spirits. Familiar deep. Because we are in that state. And uh, I I've been there. I've been there. I, I had I have had dreams where, you know, I lost my mom five years ago. And of course it was a, a sorrowful state that I was in. I I couldn't believe I, I lost my mother at the time because it was it was um, unexpected, and because it was so unexpected, I was in a sorrowful state, and it didn't happen at that moment. But in one time, I had a dream, and in the dream, I can clearly see that the the image looked like my mother, right. He, it, it looked like my mother, but I knew even in my dream that wasn't my mother. Mm. You know why? Because I, 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 I asked the Lord. I said, I know that wasn't my mother. And he showed me, he said, you know, he, he, he gave me wisdom and said, that wasn't your mother. That was a familiar spirit yeah. trying to trick you. Yeah. And I looked at the, and I, and I was pondering on a dream and I, and, and I knew it wasn't my mother. It looked like her. But you know how I knew that it wasn't my mother? Because it was distorted. Mm. It was distorted. If God was allowing me to see my mother, why was it distorted? Mm. So that's how I knew it wasn't my mother. And, and I know someone too who... You know, I had a family member who had a family member who passed away, who this family member 
and to them kept coming back to them in dreams mm-hmm. and telling them certain information, mm-hmm. telling them where certain things was. Mm-hmm. And then one time they had a dream, the person came to them and tried to kiss him in a dream. Mm. And when the person tried to kiss him, they they knew something was off. Mm. And I told the person, I said, that wasn't your, that wasn't this your person. Yeah. I said, that was a familiar spirit. That's a familiar demon. 